Hello, my name is Hyunsung Kang and welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund. After decades of struggling under a mountain of unsustainable debt, Côte d'Ivoire has earned some welcome relief. It's been granted a reduction in its external debt of over $7 billion. The decision, which was approved by the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank, effectively wipes out more than 60% of the country's external debt and was agreed upon under various programmes, including the so-called Enhanced Heavily Indebted Poor Countries Initiative, or HIPIC initiative. The IMF's mission chief for Côte d'Ivoire, Doris Ross, explains what the decision means for West Africa's largest economy. It's actually $7 billion in write-down on debt. It's not a check in hand. It's a reduction in the stock of debt that Côte d'Ivoire has not been able to service in the previous years. And there is an agreement among the international community to reduce that stock of debt to sustainable levels. That's under the HIPIC initiative. In addition, there is also an additional multilateral debt reduction and bilateral creditors have also agreed to give additional debt reduction. And all of that sums to $7 billion which in effect is a reduction of the stock of debt of about 60%, the stock of debt outstanding as of the end of 2011. And who are the creditors involved? About a quarter of the debt is owed to multilateral organizations. That's largely the World Bank and the African Development Bank. About half is owned to bilateral creditors under the Paris Club, most of it to France. And uh, the remaining one quarter is to various commercial creditors, mainly banks and financial investors around the globe. 60% reduction in debt stock sounds like an awful lot of money. So how significant is it? Uh, It is a very important step for the Ivory Coast because over the last decade they have not been able to service their debt in full. And this really will open a new chapter for them where the debts that do remain are manageable for them. It requires normal debt service, which they have not done for a while, so that will require a little bit of a readjustment of priorities in the budget. But it's a very important psychological step for the country also to be able to manage without having the debt uh, around their neck all the time and all the time having to renegotiate with creditors. This will just be able, will allow them to focus on their development priorities going forward. It also comes at a time when uh, Cote d'Ivoire has gone through a decade of uh, intense political and social tensions in the country, not civil wars as bad as they have been elsewhere in Africa, but uh, still uh, we've had a decade of economic stagnation. And with the peace accord of 2007, uh, it allowed a process of political and social normalization to begin in the country. Uh, There was a hiccup after the elections at the end of 2010, which actually delayed the HIPIC relief by about a year. But I think now the authorities are well underway for a new medium-term development strategy. And they have managed well. They have met all the targets that were set under the uh, HIPIC initiative, which included um, the preparation of a poverty reduction strategy and its implementation. They have done that. They have followed sensible macroeconomic policies. They have improved their management of public finances and particularly the transparency of public finances. They have improved some of the social and education indicators. And they've also undertaken a major reform of the cocoa sector. Uh, That was really a big problem in the past. So big changes taking place in Cote d'Ivoire. And you said this debt write-down 
adds up to 60% of debt relief. So there's still 40% remaining. That still seems to be a huge amount. Let's put the 40% into proportion. It's about the level of annual fiscal revenue in Cote d'Ivoire. And uh, under international standards, it's a critical level where debt becomes too high is about two and a half times annual fiscal revenue. So compared to that, it's actually not that high. And Cote d'Ivoire should be able to manage that fully. Let me take a, a step back and look at the wider picture. In the 80s and 90s, when NGOs were campaigning for debt relief for countries like Cote d'Ivoire, many countries in sub-Saharan Africa, debt relief was seen as key for development. Is that still the case? I'm not sure if it's the first step, but it is certainly an essential step for development, and that's why it's so important for Cote d'Ivoire to go through it. But as I indicated, it will free up the authorities from having to... to be tied up in renegotiating their debt and really frees them up to focus on their development agenda going forward. And also to look at perhaps attracting new financing for the many infrastructure projects that they have planned. Finally, let me wrap this up by asking you this question. We have gone through this process where many countries, having accumulated all this debt and having to pay interest on these debts and getting into a vicious spiral, many countries have earned debt relief. Have we learned the lesson now? Is this never to be repeated again? Um, never is a big word. <laughs> I think what we're trying to, 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 to do to help avoid a repeat is to make sure countries are fully aware of the consequences of taking on new debt, that they are able to do a debt sustainability analysis themselves when they make, at the same time, when they make a decision of taking on a new loan. And that was Doris Ross, Mission Chief for Côte d'Ivoire, on the decision to grant over $7 billion in debt relief to the West African country. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more on www.imf.org forward slash podcast.